Hello and welcome to Scary Pair, a horror movie podcast between partners. I'm Nine. And I don't have three wishes this week. No? No. Now, Opal, would you like to record a podcast with me? That's not a wish! That's not what a wish is! I could say I would like to do things all day long, but we're, we're going to talk about this. This week we watched Wishmaster from 1997, directed by Robert Kurtzman, starring Andrew Divoff, Tammy Lauren, and Robert Eglund. Eng- England? England. England. It's like England, but wrong. Wrong. That's right. Uh, but first, before we get to that, Opal, what have we been up to this week? Uh, well, we saw the movie Society. Society. And boy, do we live in one. <sighs> How did you feel about society? I liked it. I had fun. It's very on the nose. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> but it's uh, crazy. The The last, like, 15 minutes or whatever is just a... Is Disgusting. Just, I love it. <laughs> screaming Mad George. He did a great job. He's screaming mad for this one. <laughs> I know. I love that man. He was on the last documentary we watched as like a special effects guy because that's what he does and he did society and I'm surprised he hasn't done more work. I was surprised at how like short his actual like portfolio actually is. Yeah, because a lot of these effects guys, we're going to get into it this week, but they just do fucking everything. Yeah, yeah. So. And the stuff that he has done is crazy. Pretty good, yeah. Uh, we also watched classic uh, 1973 uh, crime film, The Sting. We did watch The Sting. We did have our like a little pizza and movie night because he wanted to watch The Sting, and I thought it was good. Yeah, uh, I was doing like uh, people were passing around like, oh, post your your ten favorite movies or whatever, and I was like going through and I was like picking out movies, and I was like, you know, The Sting's really fucking good. Yeah, that was the only one on your list that I had not seen, so... Yeah. Um, it was good to get out of the way. I'm on a bit of a Robert Shaw kick, so I was like, let's just do it. Let's yeah. watch The Sting. Uh, he's, of course, excellent in that. Understandable. He is very good. The whole, the whole cast is great. If you like a caper, you'll like The Sting. If you like financial drama, you'll like The Sting. There's, there's some financial drama. Um... Speaking of financial drama, we've been watching a new reality television show. Oh, yes. Not new, but... It's kind of new. Well, the show is new. We've been watching it for a little while. We've been watching The Traitors. We we finished the Australia season. That was a mistake. We watched that one by accident. <laughs> yeah, we wanted to watch the UK version, which is the one we're on now. The The plot of The Traitors is what if you played a game of Mafia for like $250,000? It's weird, right? Because there is no, like, my understanding is that, like, it's different in, like, the original, like, foreign language versions. But there's no way to tell who is who. There's, like, no mechanics in the game to give you clues or anything yeah it's like you just have to like point at each other basically that's the whole game yeah you just vote people out every week and you hope you get a traitor and the traitors kill people now i felt like the australia one was a little underwhelming but these british people man they (laughs) take everything so personal everything is such Uh... end of the world drama people start crying for any reason i do i do want to give the australia season credit because they had a literal uh spirit medium on the cast and um 
was just... she she made so she made stuff up and then she walked off set. She, yeah. I think it's just a publicity stunt. Yeah. I don't want to give her attention. That that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it was It was wild. Though. It was funny. It did aid it did add to the I'm laughing at the show that I'm watching. What was really funny is like she throws out this prediction as like a last stitch effort to see what happens, and like she got half of them right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is fifty percent right, like all good psychics. Yeah, um, like a polygraph uh, test. Yeah, if you like stupid uh, reality competition shows, give yeah, it, that's give it, it, it a try. There's a US one too. We'll probably watch next. We'll probably watch that one next. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess like I also did watch the classic uh, film Seven Samurai. Good one. By Akira Kurosawa. I liked it. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would, but I also had to watch it over like multiple days because it's three and a half hours long and I watched it during my lunch break. So, um, you know. So it's okay. It's what you're saying. (laughs) People steal a lot of shit from that movie, which makes it hard to be like, oh, this is so cool in it, because, like, oh, yeah, this is a thing that, like, everybody does. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. people have, like, figured out how to do it, like, perfect, because there's been, like, years of iteration. Um, but it is, like, a, a good movie. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think... I think I might not be a huge Kurosawa head. Interesting. Because the two Kurosawa movies I've watched, I've been... I, I don't want to say, like, underwhelmed, but I didn't just, like, latch onto them, like, ooh, mm-hmm. Like I expected I would, so. You also infamously hate Citizen Kane. <laughs> I barely, I, I've like seen like maybe half of Citizen Kane. I know, over but you, time. you put out some bold, dis- some uh, bold opinions despite that. Well, maybe we should sit down and watch Citizen Kane and then I can tell you how I feel about it. What if I already know how it ends? Everyone knows how <laughs> Citizen Kane ends. <laughs> Spoiler alert, uh, he dies. <laughs> Alright, let's get on with the fucking show. The Citizen Kane dies. Anyway. More like Citizen Abel. Would, would you like to wish for the show to start now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so You know how in comedy they say how to, how to know and? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're always saying that. They say no and then stop everything. Yeah, they say just say no loudly and then stop talking. Yeah. That's that's a good improv. Good key, rules of improv. Key to comedy. Alright, so this week we watched Wishmaster. Um I guess the story with this one, so uh the director, Kurtzman, he's a special effects guy. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Um, like he got his start. He still does special effects stuff. We're gonna talk about it in a second, but um he um, had worked on a few Wes Craven movies, um, namely, like, The Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Oh, imagine that. And People Under the Stairs. Oh, I love that movie, actually. Yeah. Um, and it seems like Craven kind of, like, threw some support in his direction to, like, get him a directorial credit. That's kind of um, fun. It is fun, yeah. Craven's a, an executive producer on this um, as kind of, like, a send-up to all of the like 80s and 90s special effects horror guys a bunch of them just show up in this movie just like on the side (laughs) yes um both like actors and just like people like tom savini has like a cameo in this movie right stuff like that um 
To give you an idea of like Kurtzman's uh, resume, here's a few movies he's been on the effects slash makeup department for. Uh, Predator. Evil Dead 2. You can tell. The Exorcist 3. Misery. Scream. The Faculty. <laughs> Frank Herbert's Dune. Uh, Bad Boys 2. <laughs> Hostel. We're getting, we're going down, we're going downhill. Tusk. Oh, can and, I, can I say, and, not a bad effects thing. The Bye Bye Man. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so. What effects are in that movie? What, I'm mad the, now. The Demon Dog. That is CGI. No way. I don't know. Uh, the, and you know they got like the Hellraiser writer uh, Peter Atkins to do the script, so this is very much like a uh, Craven like sending up his guys to go make a movie for him. Basically, yeah, yeah. this is basically a Wes Craven movie. Um, kind of, kind of. Um, you know, it was like somewhat successful. Didn't have like a huge box office, but it has a bunch of sequels. Right, I think it has. I know there are two sequels. I don't know if they go past that. Yeah, I, th- I know there's at least two. Um, and yeah, I I had a good bit of fun with this one. It's kind of a wild and wacky movie. I couldn't... I told you in the middle of us watching, after a very specific point, I didn't know whether it rocked or it sucked. And I think it's both. I think it is both. It absolutely both. is both. It, it, we it can is, have the best of both worlds. It is a romp, and it is a bad movie, but it is a lot of fun. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on name dropping some of the cameos in this because I want to mention them as they come up. Yes, so I think that's fun. Yes, that, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, that's kind of the story about this one. There's not like a gigantic cultural cachet for Wish Wishmaster. Master? No, not exactly. So there wasn't a lot of like research to do on this one, but I think it's an interesting story of kind of like how it got made. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. Um, we both love effects. We do. We're effects geeks. Yes. Like we we if we were born like 10 or 15 years earlier, we would be like reading Fangoria. Probably. Oh yeah, I, I mean, it's still out there. Yeah. You could buy a magazine. I never. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so it, it's definitely cool to see some of that, um, uh, get, like, kind of applauded and a spotlight shown on it for this movie. Um, and boy, do they do a whole lot of fucking effects in this I know. one. <laughs> it's almost, like, gratuitous, like, did you need to? It's a feast for the eyes. <laughs> uh, but with that, I think let's get into... You're rubbing your hands together evilly like this guy in this movie does. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let's get into Wishmaster. Wishmaster. Uh, we open on uh, an ancient magical arts and crafts table. <laughs> um, there's like incense and candles and jars and a weird little skull container. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. <laughs> one of those, one of those, uh, uh, like boxes that you have to open like sideways. Yeah, it's got like spices in it. It's got like star anise and like turmeric and stuff. I'm like, ooh. Who's who's making a we're grilled, making chicken. Some chicken? Yeah. Um. Uh, it turns out what we're actually making is some kind of big gem. Yeah, I... Is this... 
Because they put, like, sweet and sour sauce in a bowl, and then they put the spices in, and they're like, this makes a gem. And then you see, like... And we see a fortune fire sequence where they're making the gem. There's, there's, like, molten, like, casing going on, it's like, is this... I don't think that's how you make gems! I don't think that's how you make gems! You know how you can melt a diamond? And make a new diamond? Uh, excuse you, this is a fire opal. It absolutely is not. That is that is a ring pop, my friend. <laughs> it is costume jewelry. Um, anyway, uh, we get some voiceover done by Angus Scrim, the, the tall man himself. Yes, yes, from Phantasm. <laughs> um, about how gins work. Um, this movie, uh, if you, you haven't been tipped off yet, it's about gins. It's about Excuse me, gin is the singular and the plural? Oh, excuse as we, me. As we are told later. It's about gin. It's about gin. It's about a genie. Yeah, gin, genie, they're interchangeable. I looked it up. We're going to use it interchangeably <laughs> because one could be funnier than the other, depending on the situation. Uh, so uh, we hear a king wished to be astonished. Uh, and what we get is a bunch of like courtesans... Um, uh, being uh, murdered and mayhem ensues. Um, um, not just murdered. All kinds of sick freaks are about. <laughs> There's guys turning into <laughs> snakes. Uh, yeah, one guy's skeleton comes out of his body and then the skeleton starts attacking people. Yeah, like the skeleton <laughs> inside him was evil. Yeah. But he was normal. This is true for everyone, by the way. <laughs> You looked at me so seriously when you said that. I know, if your skeleton could come out and cause mayhem and kill people, it would. It would. Everyone has an evil skeleton inside them. I hope you Uh, never find that out. uh, Yeah, one guy gets turned into a snakeman. Um, The court wizard shows up and tells the king, like, bro, you gotta stop making wishes. (laughs) This This is the point where too much is happening and you're like, oh, they wanted to do... Effects, capital E <laughs> effects, yeah. huh? Um, uh, and a creepy guy, um, the gin, the, the question mark, is like, ooh, but you want to make your third wish so bad. <laughs> this implies that he made one before this. <laughs> That's right. Um, um, so the court wizard, like, uh, or no, the gin casts a spell and everything gets all woobly. Um, yeah, yeah, the, you know. The walls are like slip sliding around and the sorcerer is like, fuck this, and casts a spell and reveals the fire opal. <laughs> You're gonna keep saying <laughs> it because it takes me off. <laughs> and traps the, the gin inside. I know my opals. I <laughs> There's fire opal in the ring that I'm wearing right now. It's yeah. not fucking... It's not a big red jewel like you would see yeah. in like a Candy Crush yeah. level. Anyway, cut to present day America. The nineties. The nineties, and boy, can you tell? I, we always say that, <laughs> but the nineties are very that era. Listen, the nineties are just like you're in the nineties for two fucking seconds, and you know. I see a lot of things made from like. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. 90s is the most like, oh god, this is the 90s <laughs> era of all of them. I feel like it's the one where you have the most immediate like feeling of dread setting over you. <laughs> oh god, their eyebrows are so tiny! Um, Mr. Beaumont, played by Robert Eglund, uh, who is... Uh, yeah, very very important character. Very important speaking part, unlike uh, some of the other cameos. Who is... um. 
Freddy. Yeah, he's uh, Freddy. If you didn't know that, he's the actor who plays Freddy. Um, he's he's at the docks to pick up his ancient statue that's being delivered to him. Yeah. Um, he's been waiting for it. But, he's been waiting to fuck that statue. But um, the most... This movie is not set in New York, but the most New York thing of all time happens. A dock worker with a cigar and a paper cup full of booze accidentally drops the crate carrying the statue. Now... He starts fucking it up before he ever starts drinking from that cup. Oh, but you know he's been having a few. Apparently not, <laughs> according to the future. Oh, okay, okay, get hold of yourself. Uh, which uh, the the statue falls and squashes a guy. Um, yeah, final destination death because everyone's getting smushed in those movies. <laughs> That's right. Um, and one of the other dock workers uh, just happens to pick up a uh, a gem. That, <laughs> Don't mind if I that's, do. That's uh, come loose. <laughs> um, next, we see a pawn shop uh, owner bringing it in to some fancy auctioneers. Um, he's like, hey, some sucker sold me this gem, and don't you want to buy it for me for a whole lot of money? My, my grandma got it off the back of a truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um and, but now, but now it's fucking time for some 90s music. Oh, God. And two best friends are playing tennis. Kill me now. <laughs> um, Alex is recently getting over a breakup, and her friend Josh is yeah, like... Phoebe and Chandler. Is like, oh, what if you just dated me, though? But think about it. This whole movie is about the friend zone. He goes so fucking hard in this, like, 30 seconds. He's like, hey... What if we dated and uh, we could go on a date uh, to dinner and a movie and think about it and, hey, really think about it and don't ever forget me. I'll be in this movie. Your best friend, Josh. Isn't it interesting and cool how dudes will do this? They'll like be nice to you (laughs) as a bit and then they'll say something psychotic like, oh, I'm just waiting my turn, though. She even says, like, you're I can't date you. You're my best friend. And uh, I, I... you would, you would be something else if, if I were dating you. And it's like... <laughs> so skeevy. Anyway, he uh, he drives off in a convertible with his hat on backwards. Uh, to let you know that he's kind of... Uh... With the shittiest music playing of all time. I think I told you that if I heard someone drive by and this music was playing, I would start laughing. Yeah, like, I don't know how to describe it other than 90s music. It's like some but 90s new metal it, shit. It's, it's some dude going, <laughs> Yeah, a lot like that. <laughs> um, uh, 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 anyway, Alex heads down to the lab to take a, a look at this gem. Uh, you, you get this sense very soon. This woman has too much going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, she she figures out that it's apparently a fire opal, and uh, look, look again. She uh she looks closer at it under like a magnifying glass, and then like breathes on it, and then like polishes it with her shirt. She just the like, <gasps> <laughs> which you know, as we all know, rubbing on the thing that contains Ooh, a gin uh, releases the, the gin. I don't know why it couldn't just be a lamp. It should just be a lamp. There is no reason for it to be this fucking... The coating's already there. This fucking gem. Um, and she hears uh, in her head the Jin's voice say, You woke me. <laughs> He's so <laughs> mad. He's like, I was sleeping. I'd like at least 30 more minutes, please. <laughs> 
Uh, her boss, Nick, is like, I want to sell it. I'm baby. You have to let me sell this big gem. <laughs> it's my big gem. I want to sell it because I'm baby. Anyway, Alex takes the gem to Josh, who I guess works at like a college lab. And he's going to run some tests. Yeah, it's very convenient that their jobs intersect in this way. Exactly. Um, Alex, now it's time for her to go coach some little girls at basketball. Yeah, I don't... I'm so... My my mind is blown because I'm like, she does basketball, like, part-time. She just walks in and the, does it. The, She's not, like, a teacher. The 90s were different, man. You could be, like, a jewel expert... And go play tennis with your best friend and coach, like, the the little kids' basketball team. And still make red. For real. <laughs> uh, uh, she gives the girls a speech about how you need to have stillness in your mind. And they're like, who are you to us? <laughs> <laughs> um, next it's time for Josh to blast the gem with lasers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is very scientific. He just shoots it with, like, four lasers and it explodes. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. (laughs) Um, And you hear the gin go, (laughs) (laughs) as he, like, flies through the gem. I know. You get, like, some gem vision here, where he's, like, going through, like, bubbly red halls. (laughs) Yeah, like, the gem has rooms in it, like it's a Pokeball. Yeah, it's his, uh, it's his gem palace. It looks like Skyrim DLC. Uh, anyway, Josh's lab uh, has been exploded and is on fire, and he's bleeding and stuff. And a weird, wet <laughs> creature Good man luck describing this crawls along the floor. Um, I this l- is like his chrysalis form. Uh, apparently, this is um, Vern Troyer doing this. Oh bit. yeah, yeah, I can see it. specifically Vern Troyer. Yeah, because it's like a smaller body. Exactly. Wild. Rest yeah. in peace, man. Um uh so But also it looks like it's from like the show Dinosaurs. For real. Like it's got like big lizard. Lips. All of the skin is like webbed and stuff. It's really weird. Anyway. It looks kinda bad. <laughs> anyway, the creature crawls out and is like, Hey, Josh, if you ask me to, I can end your suffering. And he's like I trust you he, he's weird like, lizard man. No, he's like Yeah. that's all you need (laughs) yeah yeah um alex um gets visions of josh writhing around and the creature um emerging the the gin man like growing into his form yeah he's evolving yeah also this is intercut with just shots of alex screaming get used to this by the way oh my god she's screaming so much in this movie get used to anytime the genie does something cool she screams (laughs) she's just screaming yeah um uh so she runs to the scene um which is uh full of cops now and she finds that josh is dead yeah, she hits a cop. <laughs> Gets away with it. Yeah, yeah. She's like, a cop is like, hey, lady, you can't just walk in here into the scrumps. And she's like, get out of my way. <laughs> she has, like, a psychotic break. Um, Next, we get a scene. Oh, I should have dated him. This is what this movie is about, by the way. How much she should have dated him. What? How you can't friendzone people. <laughs> okay, we'll get to it. Uh, next, we get a scene of a pharmacist harassing a homeless man. Well, the homeless guy is harassing people as well. Well, the homeless guy is panhandling outside of a pharmacy, and then the pharmacist comes out to be like, Ew. and then the homeless guy is like, fuck you. And then... He says... 
He says some strange things he here. He says some... I don't know if it's... It's so strange if it's racist or not. It's strange. Very specific things he's saying. Some very specific things. I uh, dare which we, not repeat. We will not repeat, yeah. Um, so he is approached by the gym, who is wearing, like... A yeah, sweater? he's cosplaying as like a homeless dude. <laughs> he's, he's got like a little hat on. He's got a little like like knitted hat. Yeah, <laughs> like he has to stay warm. He looks so cozy. And the gin is like, hey, don't. Wouldn't you like it <laughs> if that guy really did get his ass kicked real bad and and died a real horrible death? Wouldn't you, Wouldn't you want that so much to happen? He's like, bad. <laughs> um, and the homeless guy's like, what's wrong with you, man? Uh, but then he's like, sure. Yeah, I hope he gets cancer and dies. <laughs> and then he gets super cancer. Uh, yeah, so anyway, the guy gets like rapid bubbling disease. Um, I don't know if cancer does this. Uh, to the alarm of the homeless man. Uh, yeah, he's like, I didn't mean cancer like that. <laughs> um, the gym says to no one in particular, there's something loose in your city. Something that feeds on wishes. And then he takes a drag of the homeless guy's cigarette. And then I'm like, oh boy, this writing. Also, I just have to point out, everybody is fucking smoking in this movie. Yeah. Everybody. The gin is smoking, Alex is smoking, Josh, everyone is smoking. If they weren't, I would be concerned. Um, Alex has a talk with her sister, Shannon, who has a sicko 90s hairdo, by the way. She's a big bump in the back. Everything about her is, like, the most 90s. What's that bump do, though? Her her weird hair bump. Her Her makeup. aggressively purple lipstick. Yeah. Um, Alex is like, you know, I feel guilty that Josh died because he was magnifying that gem with lasers that I gave him when he died. And it's kind of my fault a little bit. (laughs) I wouldn't suck his knee. And Shannon's like, you have to stop right now. Because Remember you... where our, when our parents died? Remember your delusions that you had about our parents being dead? Which they did die, though. And you didn't save them from the fire and how you blame yourself, Alex? You had to go to therapy. You have to fucking... You had to go to the hospital. You have to fucking cut it out right now with this it's your fault shit or it's gonna happen again. <laughs> It's like, Jesus Christ, Very, very convenient and natural exposition, I, yeah, by the way. So, like, I said it like that. This is how it is delivered That is in the how movie. it is delivered. Um, She's like, remember when mom and dad died and you had to go to the hospital <laughs> that long time ago? Uh, Alex has some nightmares about this and then sees the djinn in her dreams. She's like, ready to play? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then when she wakes up, he's, she hears his voice and he's like, I can smell your fear. Sometimes it's fun to imagine a cat at a typewriter. <laughs> um, so Alex uh, visits the dock worker to question him about, where'd you get this gem, buddy? Uh, and he's like, I got it from the Mr. Beaumont statue. Um, uh, and we see the gin uh, walking around outside, but he's like hiding under his big coat still because he doesn't this, want people to see him. Because he looks like a green goblin. <laughs> That's right. He also has like cybernetic vents on the back of his head yeah. like he's predator which when you said he worked on predator it mm. all clicked for me he's had um some cowl sculpting going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like why does he have air vents um alex meets with mr beaumont to ask about the history of the statue uh, and in the morgue, the djinn, uh, touches josh's face a little bit yeah he likes to <laughs> he's just touching all the guys 
And what's he doing? <laughs> what's he doing in here? <laughs> the way he said that. He's touching all the guys. What's he doing? <laughs> a guy comes in and he walks in on him later, and I'm still not sure what he was doing. He's just like fucking around. Um, Alex is like, hey, can you tell me about this statue that you were going to get? And Beaumont's like, oh, I don't give a shit about the statues I collect. I just knew that it was a Zoroastrian deity. But This guy's got every artifact. He He has a room full of, like, forgotten gods. And that's just, like, his hobby. He just thinks that's neat. Do you think this guy's on some Hobby Lobby shit? Do you think he bought this from ISIS? Oh, yeah. (laughs) A a thousand percent. Um, So he's like, hey, you know, if you want to know more about this, I know, like, an expert. You can, like, give her a call. Uh, She's rude, though. So look out for that. (laughs) And my ex-wife. He doesn't say that. (laughs) But I think she's his ex-wife. It's a good headcanon, for sure. Uh, a medical student uh, wanders into the morgue and gets rules lawyered by the genie into losing his eyes. Oh, my eyes are buttholes. <laughs> his eyes turn into buttholes. Well, this is the point where I think we really need to talk about the genie mechanics in this <laughs> well, movie. I t- you should have had a feeling that it was going to be about, ooh, you shouldn't have wished for okay. it that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, everyone's everyone's heard the genie story where the genie's like, you get three wishes, but be careful what you wish for. Monkey's, Monkey's paw. paw. Yeah. <laughs> Monkey's paw. Smile decay. <laughs> um, but this one, the way this movie works is that the gin can just ask you like, hey. Do you want something? <laughs> do you wish you had like a cup of water right now? <laughs> I was just going to say, do you wish for a glass? Of, do you want a glass of water? And if you say yes. Do you want a little snacky? If you say yes, then he can just kill you yeah. <laughs> he can just but he can't do anything unless you say yes yeah <laughs> you, all you have to be is like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you say yeah then he can fucking destroy you hey, hey dude you want some water yeah <laughs> he doesn't even have to say the words like do you wish he can I just think say you should have to say wish he can just say would you like it if yeah and then something i think the, it's wi- like... the i think the word wish better be involved because i would like a lot of things but I don't wish for a lot of things. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, so the djinn um, takes Josh's face, I guess? Yeah, he slides it off. And then we get a hilarious tech demo. Oh him, like, my god, of his face like congealing. Face. It's, it's amazing. Listen, it is a this, tech demo. I... This movie has some stinky CGI in it, but I don't think it's the worst I've seen of this era. No, because it's every time the CGI comes out, it's in such like a stylized, cartoony, like the mask style way. I was gonna say it. It just struck me what the CGI reminded me of. It's like Spy Kids CGI. It's that era, right? This is ninety seven, so this is in like that, like fully uncanny valley era. But like, it's not the early early days, so people have kind of figured out how to like do weird stuff with it. I don't think it's the worst I've seen. I don't think it's the worst. It's still kind of bad by default. It it looks bad. It does look bad. But I think some things look worse than others. I think it contributes to the overall vibe, despite looking bad. I think it. Yeah, it's vibes. It's part of the. It's part of what you're getting. Um, Alex wakes up screaming. She starts uh, screaming because something happened. Yeah, she um she fell asleep on Beaumont's floor and was seeing visions of this and screamed. 
And he's like, hey, you good? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. And then he's like, hey, do you want to come to my party later? And do you she, want water? And she's like, no, no. Um, so she goes to visit the expert lady. Her hair looks like David Bowie from Labyrinth. Uh, she's played by Jenny O'Hara, who has been in a movie we've covered. What? She is the old woman in Devil. <laughs> no way yeah no way. yes way she is the old woman from devil this is her like i don't know seven or eight years before looking great by the way yeah yeah she kind of does that routine later <laughs> yeah she fully does as soon as i found that out i was like looking for it and i was like oh yeah, oh, yeah. it is the same yeah. lady um so she tells Alex about the stone of secret fire and the gin. She has to tell her everything about gin. Everything that we just watched at the beginning of the movie, she has to say uh, slowly, in small words. Uh, the gin, now in man form, uh, he like flirts with a retail worker? Yeah, they're getting on nicely. Yeah, um, but then he tricks her into making a wish to be beautiful forever, so he turns her into a mannequin. It's not a cute mannequin. <laughs> I don't think that works. I don't think it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, expert lady gives like an extended speech about, no, listen, Jen are fucking scary. I don't care about your fucking Aladdins. Or yeah, your she Robin. straight up she says straight, Robin Williams. She says Robin Williams. In case you needed to know, this is a post-Aladdin Jen. We're in full irony Jen era. I feel like if you have to do this, it's maybe a sign that you picked the wrong creature. <laughs> like, I... It struck me later on in the movie when stuff is happening that they just want it to be a demon. They yeah. just want it to be a devil, like a Christian devil. Pretty much. Where like, yeah. yeah, like they're not fully whimsical. They're not fully evil. It's like something in between. Yeah. Um, but they that, wa- That's like my understanding of Jin as they are, but they just want it to be Satan. Yeah. They just want it to be like, oh, what if you, what if you tried to play the fiddle against the devil? Yeah. Um, so yeah, like. It's, but then they spend like so much time and effort explaining to you. No, really, Jen are fucked up. Jen are fucking really scary. Yeah, they're kind of like cherry picking like their rules and regulations about this like species they're making because but, it's yeah. not like mythological. It is just like this demon guy they made. Yeah, yeah, what you're saying is they made all this shit up. Like most of these like rules that <laughs> yes. they give for the gin are fake. Yes. They're not like real genie lore. They're not like real like this is just random stuff to make the movie work. And like we learn we learn specifically like the mechanics are the gin has to go around asking a bunch of individual people for individual wishes until he gets stronger and then he asks one special person for three wishes. And if they give him three wishes then he can open a portal to the genie realm and let out all the <laughs> other genies. Because species, and he's like the only one that was able to come over, I guess. Well, but this is just like a demon story. This is like, oh, you if you... Well, unleash the demon. Well, unleash the portal to hell of the demon. It is literally like, it feels like it is somebody's demon script that like the satanic panic happened a little bit too much. And they were like, ooh. No. How can I rework this? <laughs> Literally, Aladdin happened. I, but I do think like somebody like had a demon script and were like, "How can I shoehorn this into like a yeah. genie story where like Christian parents won't like get too mad at me, and it can be fun and whimsical?" And they just went with yeah, Aladdin genie. I mean, 
a computer virus on your PC is closer to a djinn than this is. <laughs> um, the djinn comes to the police station to ask the detective for information because I guess he needs... He's, like, all-powerful, but he still needs to, like, ask people, like, hey, where's Alex at? <laughs> He's trying I to mean, find Alex. Aren't there phone books, though? <laughs> yeah, I don't Isn't know. that, like, a disturbing relic of our culture that you could see, like, everyone's address and phone number, like, whenever you want it? We need to bring it back. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Not with the internet around. Um, uh, so he tricks the detective into making a dumb wish. Uh, the, the, guy, the detective, like, wishes... That we could finally. I wish I could, I wish I could nail that guy over there. <laughs> I wish we could finally pin charges on this guy. I wish he would kill people out in the open with a bunch of witnesses so that we could get him. And then, stupid wish. And then the guy pulls out a gun and starts blasting. He pulls the guy's jaw off, which I think Holy is crazy. Holy shit, I haven't missed that. That's fucking nuts. Um, uh, Alex reads some books on gin lore that are made up. She, she just has some printed pictures also. Uh, yeah, this, <laughs> like, this will help. Yeah, this, I, I wrote, um, Alex reads some books on gin lore that is made up but justifies the plot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds like it works. Yeah. Um, the gin visits Alex's work and has a run-in with a security guard played by Kane, Kane Hodder. Otter. Yeah, who is uh, Jason. Well, one of the guys that plays Jason. Probably yeah. the most well-known one. Yeah, he, he plays Jason, I think, in the most movies, probably. But... Yeah. I I did joke that I think, like, all these horror movie guys were going to average out the height of the movie to, like, 6'5". <laughs> For real, this guy's gigantic. Um, uh, he does some more wordplay, and we get, like, our weirdest effect yet. It is... Speaking of Spy Kids... You know how, you know those, like, glass hologram statues you can buy from, like, dropshippers on, like, AliExpress? Mm-hmm. It looks like that. <laughs> yeah, so, so the guy, the guard, like, wishes, like, oh, I wish you'd walk right through me, or whatever. <laughs> Something like that. He's like, oh, I'd, I'd sure like it if you walked right through me. And then the djinn, like, turns to camera and smiles. He's like, <laughs> he's like, hey, I fucking got him. Um, and then he, like, turns the guy into glass or something like that. And then, and then he then... explodes into CGI glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Now it's getting funny. Um, next up is Alex's boss, uh, Nick, who ends up wishing... She wishes for a million dollars. This is the funniest part of the movie. No. <laughs> this is so funny. He wishes for a million dollars. And the gin is like, good. Didn't, didn't wish for a million bucks. That could have been funny too. That would have been funny. A if bunch the- of deer came in. <laughs> <laughs> so he wishes for a million dollars. And we cut to his mom <laughs> is signing up for insurance. And she's like, she's like, this goes to my son. Oh, my beneficiary's my son, Nick. Um, and then. <laughs> if you didn't get the idea. <laughs> and then she gets in a plane, which takes off and immediately explodes. explodes. It immediately explodes. The timing and the editing mix is so <laughs> funny. I think it takes 30 seconds for her to say, yep, I'm writing him in my will. And then she explodes. <laughs> this is just a real destination. Uh, uh, Alex is late to basketball practice because she's up all night thinking about who Jin um, <laughs> Jin. um the Jin stops by um to uh like pick up her phone and make a phone call or something he's like finding out 
who the gin expert is so he can go to her house. Yeah, he also just wants to take a look at her sister. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's she wearing today? Um, He also then um, psychic murders some guys to charge up his crystal. <laughs> Um, which causes Alex a bunch of psychic pain, by which I mean yeah, she, she starts screams. screaming. <laughs> like usual. Um, the, the gem, which had broken into a bunch of pieces, now like forms into one shape again. Um, which because I guess he could do that. This is this is the signal that now the gin is strong enough that now he just needs the three wishes. No, that's his room. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, the gin then prank calls her on the phone. Um... And she goes to visit the expert's house to be like, hey, what do I do? Funny story. What do I do if a djinn is after me? <laughs> I think she's, like, harassing this woman. Like, she's leaving she's like, messages. She's like, she's, like, going to her apartment. She's banging on her apartment door and, like, leaving her a bunch of messages. Like, um, stop. Uh, so she meets the old lady who has very clearly been subsumed by the djinn. Yeah, she's saying <laughs> ominous things like, well... Would you like a little snack? <laughs> oh, it's a little it's a little cold in here. Would you like it if I turned on the heater? That is not a wishing <laughs> format. This is where I'm like, this That's is too much. That's not a wish, bro. Um, um, but the gin and expert form tells her that, well, there's no more magic in the world anymore. The world is is all rational now. So no one has any power over magic. So the djinn is now the only magic thing in the world. So you, you know how things like religion and belief don't exist anymore? Yeah, so the djinn's like, you're fucked. <laughs> um, it's because you'd be on that phone. Um, and eventually um, he like confronts Alex and shows himself. Uh, he's like, I never killed anyone. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> J- just like Jigsaw. He never killed anyone. <laughs> he's seriously like... I can't kill anyone unless they wish me to. <laughs> and then she says, she says, like, they didn't wish to die. You're a fucking liar or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well. Um, Some crazy lines being said. He morphs into his monster form and is like, this shit just hit the fan. <laughs> I know. He starts, he starts getting, like, crazy. He's, he's like, yeah. he's in modern speak. That's when it hit me. This is just Elm Street. Exactly. <laughs> they just wanted to make a new Elm Street, but they wanted it to be, like, wackier. Yeah, this is the post-90s Elm Streets, basically. That, that's what they're doing with this guy. It is what they're doing. Yeah. He's, like, showing up in her dreams. There's, like, all it kinds of... It might as well just be Freddy. It might as well. They yeah. want him to be funny. Yeah, they want him to be quippy. And, and be able be, to do anything. And be grinning to camera all the time. And, yeah. yeah. Um... They engage in, like, a wish battle. Uh, the gen is literally like, oh, I'll spot you a wish. Yeah, you, you... she gets a freebie, which I didn't know he could do. <laughs> He's like, okay. I don't know if he should be able to do that. I was, like, fully expecting this to be a bit, and he was lying to her. But no, he's uh, like... No take backsies. <laughs> he's like, okay, you get a free one, you ask me to do whatever, and she's like, blow your brains out. So he shoots himself in the head. He's like, ow, it hurt like a motherfucker. That, ow, that hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is dumb. It's really this dumb. This is extremely dumb. And then she, she's like, what if I try again? Okay, but she literally goes like, destroy yourself. Blow your brains out. And like, what if she had just stopped at destroy yourself? Wouldn't that have worked? I don't know if it would have worked because 
everyone is phrasing it like it's a script where the script wants them to fail at the wish. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the she says, like, the stupidest little add-on <laughs> so that the djinn can, like, easily twist it into whatever he I thought he was he gonna, like, blow his nose, with, nose and his brain falls out. <laughs> I know, I was hoping him to, like, <laughs> like pull his brains out of his yeah. head or something. Um... Uh, and then she's like, all right, you need to tell me all of your backstory. <laughs> and he sends her into the crystal. Does not grant her wish. No. <laughs> this, doesn't, no. this doesn't count. She's like, I need to know everything about you. Um, And he's like. What if I show you my cool he's bedroom? He's like, what if I put you in my crystal mind palace and said that I'm despair, actually. <laughs> what if I show you my weird turtle? <laughs> Did you know that since people these days have no spirituality, they have no defense against despair? Dang it, Rumpa. <laughs> um, so she runs through some gem halls. She gets pursued by like a gin dog. <laughs> Something. The gin keeps like teleporting behind her to be like. He <laughs> <laughs> can't do anything though. Yeah. Because that's the funny part about that's this villain you've made. Like he just. <laughs> he can't do is be like. <laughs> Um, so the djinn is like, alright, you won't play ball, so I'm gonna threaten your sister. He calls her sister, like, delicious. delicious. Like, oh, he's down bad. What? Um, and she has to burn um, her second official wish to wish herself back to her apartment. Um, yeah, we're, the, the, the wish earlier was a burner one, so we're now at two out of three. She if, he, a, if he says so. Yeah, if she does one more wish, then he's all-powerful and can summon the genies now. Sure. He, he can open the portal. Uh, that's what they've told me. Um, She heads to Beaumont's party, where her sister is. Uh, Why? Why? How does she know this ancient aliens collector guy? Um, we... The djinn can now just, like, teleport around her to vamp and menace her. This is his favorite thing to do, is <laughs> yeah. to teleport and be like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, she gets to the party and heads inside, and the doorman, played by Tony Todd. Yes. Um, the had, biggest Mac Daddy of he, all. He has, he has a showdown with the djinn. I thought he was gonna win. That's this how is, good he is. This is great. This is honestly really good. Uh, his character is named Johnny Valentine. I know, they gave this guy a name. He's so good. Um, and he's like, you're not gonna get past me today, buddy. Kane Hodder sure didn't get a name. <laughs> no, that's right. Um... And the djinn is like, don't you hate your job? Don't you wish you could have a different job? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Even though, like, this guy shouldn't say that. He should just punch him in the face. No, like, that's what I was thinking. The djinn at one point has, like, a whole, like, ten second long, like, spiel about how you're trapped in this job and you don't, you're not really fulfilled by it. And wouldn't you like to get out? And, it, and I just wanted like a fist to come from off screen, like happen, right but... into his face. That would have been great if there was like a fight scene. Anyway. Working in retail is like this every single day. I just wanted there to be like some bonus rule where it's like, well, if you attack the gym, then the gym can attack you back. And then, <laughs> you know, like, like extra rules so that there could be a fight, you know, like a like, school fight rule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, he puts this guy in a Harry Houdini, uh, water escape trap. A very liberal <laughs> interpretation of whatever he said. Yeah. Um. He's just waking shit up. Uh, Alex heads inside. Uh, the djinn, uh, shows up again. He can, again, like, 
We just had the scene about how he needs no to, like... No one's noticing this weird big guy teleporting around. So, I, this part was really weird to me, because we just had this whole scene about how he has trouble, like, passing through physical space, because he's, like, a guy. He's, like, a flesh guy. You no, can, like, that doesn't seem to You can, like, much. touch him. He needs to get past the doorman, and the doorman won't let him by, so he has to, like, do this little <laughs> battle of wits with the doorman to get him to wish his own demise or whatever. But then he can just teleport. He can just be like, I'm yeah. over here now. <laughs> yeah, he does just teleport. So, like, what and no is one's, it? no one's concerned about the Harry Houdini trap in the front yard. <laughs> like, he needs to, he needs to, like, get somebody to give him Alex's address so that he can find her. But also later when she's just, like, driving around in her car, he can just materialize and, like, stick his hand through the windshield. Like, which is it? <laughs> so what are her socials? <laughs> um... Anyway, he gets another dumb wish out of Beaumont, and he starts going on a uh, party <laughs> rampage. He makes a wish like, I wish anything could happen, and then <laughs> anything happens and too much is happening. He, he wishes that he could have a party that people will remember. Yeah. Um, which is basically... Nice and open-ended. Which is basically an excuse to do a bunch of FX kills. <laughs> Some <laughs> just of these. Like, just like eight of them back to back. I love... Practical effects and special effects. Sometimes it's too much. So we start... A lady turns into glass, which then shatters. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Some piano wires animate and strangle a guy. Spy kids. Um, Another guy just, like, catches on fire. He's very engulfed. Whoever is in that suit Whoever's in that fire suit did a great job, yeah. yeah. Um, The djinn animates some statues, and Beaumont pukes an alien. This is too much. (laughs) Like, we are making up creatures to come out. Um, some guards with guns show up just to get murked by the statues, uh, which they just keep shooting at. Um, yeah, maybe if we shoot them more, it'll work this time. And I think my favorite one from this sequence... Is it um, Jack the Ripper? Jack the Ripper jumps out of a painting? Yeah, it's a painting of Jack the Ripper and he comes out. He comes out and he's like this cartoon Jack the Ripper guy with like a serrated knife and he's like... <laughs> and yeah. he starts like cutting up a guy. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> That's really fucking stupid and funny. It's like something you would see in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, the the last straw, though, is when the djinn turns Alex's sister into a painting, which he then lights on fire inside the painting. Like the, now, the painting becomes her being burned. Was her entire backstory... About how her parents died in a fire supposed to ha- make this more impactful? Yes. Because I think she would be upset if it was happening anyway. <laughs> no, but it has to be her fault that her sister is burning, just like her parents that she didn't save. She has to save her sister who's burning. This is like an intern painting, by the way. It looks weird. It's okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the room turns red and wiggly, and the devil's like, it's time to make your wish. <laughs> Um, but Alex is like, wait She's a minute. She's smart. She goes into her mind palace, literally. Wait a minute. Stillness. <laughs> yeah. And Just like basketball. And she wishes that the dock worker hadn't been drinking on the job two days ago. Which works for some fucking reason. Yeah, out of all the ones that he couldn't be, like, open-ended and, like, anal about, this is the one that he's like, oh, no! This is the easiest get-out-of-jail-free card of all time, but the... She didn't know he was on Oxy, also. (laughs) 
But, uh, yeah, this works. Um, the djinn gets, like, sucked back into the gem. He gets all stringy. There's some more CGI here that's bad. Yeah, he gets pulled, like, Laffy Taffy into the gem. All the statues just start exploding for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, all these ancient artifacts ruined forever, and it's her fault. And it's time for us to go back in time to the first scene of the movie. Well, not the first scene. The the scene of the, the painting being delivered, or the statue being delivered. Uh, which is delivered rewind sound normally this time by the way the dock worker still does have he the still does have the drink he still does have the paper cup on his workstation that's what i was that saying was full earlier. Of alcohol earlier that's what i was saying so, so because he it? wasn't drinking it he was just bad at his job <laughs> um and we get to see alex and josh are together now and she's flirting with him because she realizes that she loves him which if they went back in time, why does she know any of this? Why has she learned her lesson if none of it ever happened? Um. <laughs> anyway. Don't you love a secret time loop movie? Anyway, we get a zoom in on the statue, which is delivered and in its normal spot now. And the gem, as the gin like sulks. And we cut to... He's mo- sitting in his big chair. <laughs> and we cut to Motorhead, I guess. I know. As credits, credits roll. Oh, God. Wishmaster. Wishmaster. Well. The genie kind of has an accent, but he can't decide on when it applies. He just wants to put like an A at the end of all of his words. He's like, wisher. Alexa. Tell me you're a wisher. Tell me you're a wisher. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Only sometimes, though. Sometimes. Um, it was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. It's bad and stupid and fun. Um, It is very fun when someone makes like a weird dumb wish and it's like what what is this man <laughs> what, gonna do what is he gonna do what with is this he one? gonna do that and the best part is whoever they we should talk about the guy that they got to to do the genie guy i think he's kind of fun um this is andrew divoff as the gin. he is vamping up a fucking storm in this movie oh, um i think he's good um, you might know him from Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't. I haven't seen that movie. I don't care. Where he's got, like, 40th billing as an unnamed Russian soldier. Why would I know that? <laughs> oh, he was in Air Force One as a, a random guy. <laughs> you're, you're not helping. Um, so... He's the Wishmaster. He's the Wishmaster. Anyway, he's just a lot of fun in this one. He's giving, like, this stupid shit-eating grin anytime anything happens, and it's always funny and stupid. Yeah, it's always really funny. He, like, Um, (laughs) he rubs his hands together (laughs) like he's evil. um, I think the movie is a little bit, um, like... (laughs) (laughs) You were gonna say stupid. It's a little bit shit. It's a little bit stupid. It's more than a little stupid. It's pretty stupid. I just think, like, the whole theming of, like, oh... Your, your cool rational uh, mind isn't isn't enough to to defeat the the magic, but she does defeat it with rationality at the end because her whole like plan is I'll just cool my emotions down and think rationally for a I'll second. I'll just make a good wish. I'll just make a good decision that's worded well because um, no one thought of that. And then she'll date 
the guy that she doesn't really like and doesn't want to date because she realizes that she loved him now that he's dead. You know that's the only reason they went back in time, right? Because I feel like this movie should have consequences. I feel like everyone who's dead should just be dead. There are absolutely none. Nobody has made any mistakes. Nothing matters. No, nothing matters. This movie didn't happen. (laughs) Did not happen. The movie is over. It's... It's done. But still, somehow she's learned from everything, which is like the most but she, best she of has, both worlds she, bullshit. She has the burden of knowing. The burden of knowledge. Um, should we? Should we? Rate. Let's do numbers and review. All right. First up is the spookiness rating. How good were these scares and the vibes? Opal, what would negative you twenty? Give it <laughs> two. It's not. It's not scary. I give it a two because I think the kills are a plenty and they're pretty good. They're fine. The there are some good effects in there, even when they're doing too much. You can tell this is like a bunch of effects guys got a bunch of money and were like, let's do a big excuse to do a bunch of cool effects, and they did that. Yeah. And you know what? Great job. I don't think they should be the people in charge of creative decisions for a movie. <laughs> Probably not. They should, we're they... learning because there are scenes where a guy's just like holding open his shirt for like 10 seconds and you're like, what's going to come out of there? Oh, it's a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if these, if these gags were like deployed in a way that like mattered or in like a scene with any gravity to it or to characters that I had any interest in, they'd be even better. Yeah. So, yeah, don't don't put effects guys in charge of this stuff. Or uh, do. Or, you know what? Fuck it. Do. Yeah, it's, fuck it. it was fun. Yeah, there's so many worse movies than this. <laughs> I know. Uh, next up was the watchability. How easy is it to throw this movie on and have a good time? I'll give it like a four. It's yeah. very watchable. Yeah. It was short. Nice and short. It's entertaining. Someone's always dying in a weird way. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a three. I think it loses a few points with me because she do always be screaming. <laughs> that, that does hurt. It does detract from the watchability because, ow, my ears. <laughs> and also, I do think the themes are kind of insufferable if you think about them even a little bit. Yes. Um, and I, I think, like, as fun as it is for all the stupid shit to wash over you, like, there's a lot in this movie where it's like, really? <laughs> like It gets two extra points. For that grandma exploding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and then last but not least is the Vincent Price vamp rating. The campiness and overall performances. What would you give it? I think it has to be like... It's gotta be a four. Because all the horror guys do a really, really good job. I think it's a four. I, I think, think four. everyone else who is supposed to be like a normal character is insufferable. <laughs> Yeah, like, I could do without the, like, base cast in this movie and just, like, put Robert Eglin on screen being weird. Put, you know, all these... He's good. Kate Hunter's good. Tony Todd's good. Yeah, put Tony Todd on screen, please, because he's so fucking funny when he shows up. He's perfectly suited to this movie. And Um, the scream should have been on screen. Yeah, for real. Uh, Give me more of the dumb voiceover. It was good dumb voiceover. I know. Um, Genie guy... He's fun. He's fun. So I think he'll, th- he'll just like start teleporting and evilly laughing, and I'm yeah. into that. I think there's a lot of vamp. There's a lot of camp. Um, the like serious quote unquote performances are not good. Yeah. Um, kind of what you expect for a movie like this. But yeah. it was it was a ton of fun. I think I have to give it a four. It is a ton of fun. A big old pile of fun. Bonus points. Go for it. Three. Four. Just the guy? Who else would it be? 
Well, you could say for the for the demon devil version. Is it like man form or is it like weird alien vent head guy? I don't care about the guy. I care about the djinn. The djinn. Okay. But I've seen these contacts at a Halloween score. <laughs> they are just like stupid red and yellow contacts. But you can kind of get it. All right. A little bit. Live your truth. <laughs> uh, so that's... Wishmaster Opal, do you have any closing thoughts on Wishmaster? Anything that you didn't get to that you want to share with the audience? I need to see the sequels. <laughs> I do. I would. I would definitely watch the sequels. I want to see Phantasm two before I watch Wish, Wishmaster two. I yeah. think. Speaking of Angry Scrim. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, you know, if you like a, a campy, stupid horror movie, just watch it. Just watch it. It's there's really no reason not to. It's a cartoon. It's a it's a mile a minute. It's pretty short. Yeah. Um I, I definitely enjoyed how like in and out you were with it. Um so yeah, pretty watchable, pretty fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I had a ton of fun. we could pull out a movie this week <laughs> I, look at, I look at the camera and i go <laughs> all right so this is the movie psych segment i didn't ring the bell oh, um, how dare you this is the part of the show where we pull a movie out of a sack and that's going to determine what we watch next week this is actually this next coming week is going to be our last week before our break we will mention it next week that's right. But this will be our movie for next week. And then the next couple weeks we'll have off. Yeah. So uh, look forward to us having a little, little vacation, a little break from the show. We are having a little vacation. We deserve it. We do. We've, we've been, been pretty consistent with we, our episodes. We've so. been going strong. You know, we've done, this is like. We deserve two weeks. This has been like over six months now of podcasting. I know. We've been doing so good. Yeah. Anyway. Next week. What are we doing next week? We're watching, ooh, one of my favorites, Ginger Snaps. You know, this is the only movie in the sack that's been in since the beginning. Wow. You finally pulled it. Finally. I think it's deserved. Uh, Ginger Snaps, the 2000. Canadian werewolves, baby. Uh, directed by John Fawcett. Um, what a good one before our vacation. How the fuck is this not logged on my letterbox? I don't know. Well, I'm going to log that now. Um, yeah, we're both big fans of this one. We love this movie. So definitely excited to get back into it. Check in Let's with us next week. Let's talk about some teenage werewolves. I love a werewolf movie. Yeah. Uh, this is a good one. This is a good one. This is the secret third option for best werewolf movie, I think. Yeah, I think this one is a little more like uh, fun and funny. But it's good. Let's get into it. We'll get into that next week. Look forward to that. But in the meantime, Opal, if people want to ensnare if be, you. If people wish. To, if people wish to get to, to know you. Uh, where can they do that? What are socials? Um, <laughs> you can find me and my address at <laughs> opal.card.co. If any genies want to find me, you can find my socials. Yeah. DM me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jeez you, only. You can only 
DM me. Nothing else. Now, are you sure you wouldn't like for them to do more than DM you? No. <laughs> uh, I'm at putrid underscore imp on Twitter. I also have another show uh, at Level With You, Level With You podcast, World of Warcraft Classic podcast. I do with my friend Austin each week where we play some World of Warcraft Classic and talk about it. It's like a book club or a game club. Game club. Uh, and if people want to find the show, Opal. That uh, is at Scary Pear on Twitter. Join us next week for Ginger Snaps. Ginger Snaps. I'm not very good at snapping. <laughs> That's going to do it. Open Sesame. We're, we're what if I just opened? That would be weird. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>